If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Tuesday from 17 to 18 on Mustafa FM 89.6. Hello, dear listeners. Here in the studio, Federica and Julia. That's kind of strange because you are used to listen to Point of View at uh, this time yeah, of right. the day and uh, in this day. But uh, actually, we changed the time frame for Gossip and Point of View and the time frame is uh, switched, simply switched. Mm-hmm. Right. From now on, Gossip is going to be 5 to 6 every Tuesday and Point of View is going to be 10 to 12 every Thursday. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Julia. But now we want to continue a little story that uh, we started in another episode of uh, Gossip. Do you remember, Julia? Yes, I do. It was actually about a month ago. For the, the ones that have been keeping up to date and maybe listened to our Gossip program that aired about a month ago, you most likely know about Operation Varsity Blues. And this was the nickname that the FBI and authorities had given the college admissions bribery scandal that went public back in March 12th of this year. 33 wealthy and famous parents, including large corporation CEOs, real estate investors and celebrities were facing charges for allegedly paying large amount of money to get their kids into elite schools and Ivy League colleges like Yale, Stanford, UCLA and University of Southern California. And I think you and I were in the studio. Yes, we were yes. together and we discussed it together about all the consequences not only for the parents of uh, these children and uh, for, of course, actresses and actors uh, that are in courts now, but uh, also for the schools because they lose kind of credibility. Yeah, right. There's been an update to the story because... Actresses Lori Loughlin and Felicity Hoffman became the front faces of the scandal, right? And now, recently, Felicity Hoffman, together with 12 other parents, pled guilty to the charges. And she pled guilty to the charges after she paid 15,000 US dollars to rig her oldest daughter, Sophia Grace Macy's, entrance exams. And now it looks like she might be going to prison. The prosecutors will probably recommend four to ten months prison, but we will have to wait and see. Felicity Hoffman held a actually very moving speech as she pled guilty that made many hearts soften, even mine, actually. So in her speech, she blamed herself for everything and she apologized to her friends and her family. And I'm going to read an extract from her speech. So this is what she said. I am ashamed of the pain I've caused my daughter, my family, and my friends. I want to apologize to them and the students who work hard every day to get into college and their parents who make tremendous sacrifices to support their children and do so honestly. And I mean, let me be honest, I think this was the best move for her, don't you think? Yes, it was, actually. Yeah, I mean, to apologize and not to push this all the way to trial. Because I think it would just get worse if she pushed it to trial and you know it would just grow bigger and it would be even more stressful for her and her child and also I mean all of a sudden she sort of becomes really relatable because she's like admitting that she just wanted to do what she thought was best for her child but realized that it was the wrong way to go you know that this was the wrong way and actually it makes me wonder how many people like how many parents actually would do the same thing as she did if they had the money to Yes, that's the question. As we discussed in the previous episode, it's difficult to understand if you behave like this because you are an actor and 
or an actress and you have the possibility to pay and uh, let your children go to the most important school right. or it's because uh, of you your character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's actually interesting because I think that a lot of people are very quick to judge her. I'm not defending her in any way, but I think a lot of people are very quick to judge and say like, oh, that's horrible and blah, blah, blah. Because yes, it is horrible. But at the same time, I think that a lot of people that don't have that kind of money, if they did have that kind of money, they probably would have done the same thing. Yes, I'm the same opinion, actually, because when you have a lot of money, you can do basically whatever you want. And if you want uh, the best for your children, you will pay a lot of money in order to send them in the best school of uh, USA or whatever. Yeah, but actually, it also made me wonder if it was the best for her daughter because her daughter must feel really humiliated that her mother doesn't believe that she could get in on her own or that she could do it on her own, you know? Yes, for her self-esteem it was a punch. Yeah, if my parents would have done that, I probably would have been really sad that they don't have the faith in me and that they don't think that I'm good enough to do it myself. Yes, I think that I I would uh, think the same because, it, I mean, I can do by with my efforts, with my sweat <laughs> and uh, I don't need money I think and uh, if you don't believe uh, that I can do it uh, it's like a yeah like a punch for my self-esteem right but what do you think about the punishment is it too light they think that she probably will get four to ten months in prison this is probably what the prosecutors will recommend do you think it's too light no I don't think it's too light because come on even killers uh, nowadays uh, don't have uh, a punishment so long and they are like uh, forgiven yeah definitely sex offenders yeah 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 it was an exaggerated example mm, right, to, right, right. yes because i mean seven to ten months it's the good punishment. Mm. Okay, Julia, thank you very much uh, for introducing uh, this topic. And uh, I don't want to interrupt you. But It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now we have a little musical break. And uh, then I want to know better about this topic. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Tuesday from 17 to 18 on Mustal FM 89.6. Here again in the studio, Giulia. Now we want to talk about uh, Lori Logan and uh, Mossimo Giannulli that are involved in this story, right? Yeah, right. So, yeah, Lori Lachlan was also one of the big faces of this Operation Varsity Blues, the college admission bribery scandal. And, well, Lori and Massimo decided to take a slightly different approach than Felicity Huffman. So they pleaded not guilty. They are accused of bribing the ex-coach of the crew team at University of Southern California to get their two daughters recruited on the crew team, even though they don't know how to row. And we are talking 500,000 US dollars. So it's a lot of money. And basically, they've decided to push it, claiming that they are innocent but if they eventually are found guilty the minimum sentence is two years in prison and the maximum is 20 years in prison and mary henderson who is a criminal attorney explained in an interview that if lori lachlan decides to take this case all the way to trial which as of right now that is what it looks like they're doing 
she's still living in a daydream because she means that this is a very solid case with a lot of strong evidence. There's phone calls and emails discussing the scheme and multiple witnesses who are ready to testify against them. So there are a lot of proof. They they have to be a word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, this Mary Henderson goes on to say that it would not be in Laura's best interest to take the case all the way to trial because it's already such a high-profile case that it's going to be difficult to find a jury that hasn't already made up their mind. Because, you know, in the U.S., the legal system is a little bit different. They have, like, a jury, and then the jury votes. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, so she means that this jury probably will al- already have made up their minds and that it's going to be difficult for her to win hmm. to this jury yeah so i don't know what do you think do you think it was wrong of them for them yes of course because if there are proofs uh, the only thing that you can do it's apologize like felicity Hoffman did because in this way you can save yourself from jail and uh, i mean uh, your punishment will be easier yeah, yeah yeah and also i mean not only the punishment like the legal punishment but the punishment of the people because most of the people were outraged when this happened and i think that Now, as you can tell with Felicity Hoffman, she got a lot of love, actually, after she pled guilty and she announced the statement and the speech and people were softened. And now, actually, I think that the perception of Mossimo and Lori now is that, like, what are they doing? Yes, I think that uh, people think about them that they don't have moral and uh, they are unfairy. And uh, as you told in the previous part, it's very difficult to understand what what is in the mind of mm. uh, people that has a lot of money. Because uh, maybe in their shoes, we behaved uh, the same. But this is not a justification. And uh, you don't have to behave like a You are in the right part. Right. Well, I mean, somewhere in this whole chaos, they must believe that they can win the case, right? Because why would they plead not guilty if they don't believe that they can win? Which is weird because as this Mary Henderson, who is a criminal attorney, as she said, there's a lot of evidence and also a lot of witnesses that will, you know, testify against them because they made a deal with the prosecutors and the defending side that if they plead guilty and if they say and admit that they did it and also if they testify against, for example, Lori Lachlan, their punishment will be easier, you know? Yeah. Actually, it's worse also for the daughters, Isabella and Olivia. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they are definitely being... Under the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that Olivia Jade, she's got a lot of hate. Because she was a YouTuber, right? And I know that she said in a YouTube clip that she doesn't even like school. She just likes the experience of school, but she doesn't really like to study and stuff. And so after this scandal went public, everybody was really upset with her that she said this. And like, yeah, well, obviously, because your parents paid your way into school. And now she's just being uh, painted up as this spoiled brat that you know, doesn't know anything and blah, blah. So I, I think, think it's it's taken a damage to her reputation and yeah. image, definitely. I think it's very difficult for famous people that uh, fans forget uh, something bad. Yeah, yeah. It's very difficult. Oh, well, yeah. And I think that maybe people won't be so forgiving. No, I don't Definitely think so. not now that they're pushing it and saying that they didn't do it because eventually if they are convicted and they are found guilty, people are going to be even more outraged, you know, because they didn't just admit it like instantly, but they pushed it and said that they didn't do it and tried to keep up this lie and this facade. 
But now we don't know. Maybe they won't be convicted. But actually, I was also thinking that uh, there are some fans that uh, don't accept that their heroes mm. could be in the wrong. And um, I think that maybe they don't believe that they actually paid for their children. Right. And that, what you said right now, actually reminds me of another legal battle. Yes. But we are going to discuss in the third part of uh, this gossip. Stay tuned. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Tuesday from 17 to 18 on Mustal FM 89.6. Welcome back, dear listeners. We hope that uh, the musical break was of your liking, but we left uh, with uh, something... Yeah, quite the cliffhanger. Yes. Actually, we want to talk about uh, Amber Heard and uh, Johnny Depp that now are again in the surface of the journals and uh, the net because the lawsuit is keeping on and uh, Amber Heard is accused by Johnny Depp of defamation. Yeah, right. So basically, the actor Johnny Depp has launched a legal against uh, his ex-wife Amber Heard accusing her of defamation because in December Mrs. Heard wrote an article for the Washington Post describing the backlash she faced due to speaking about domestic violence but actually she didn't mention Johnny Depp she let people understand that was yeah. him Mr. Depp lawsuit says that he never abused uh, Mrs. Heard and uh, the claims are part of an elaborate hoax to advance his ex-wife career. He is seeking 50 million dollars in damages. Well, it's a huge amount of money. Huge amount of money. But actually, do you know why Amber Heard wrote that article? Well, I suppose because she felt that she was being abused or she was abused by Johnny Depp? Yes. Basically, she declared that uh, she was punched with uh, the phone of Johnny Depp. He threw it to her face and uh, mm -hmm. then he pulled her hair and uh, he kept on punching her and uh, she was abused. That's the declaration of uh, Amber Heard. But actually, he was defended uh, a lot. I know that a lot of people didn't believe that he could do it. Yes, even his ex-wife uh, Vanessa Paradis and uh, his daughter Lily Rose. Lily Rose posted also a photo on Instagram declaring as it followed. My dad is the sweetest, most loving person I know. He has been nothing but a wonderful father to my little brother and I and everyone who knows him would say the same and then also Vanessa Paradis followed with another post in which she defended Johnny Depp saying Johnny Depp is the father of my two children he is a sensitive affectionate and much loved person and I believe with all my heart that these recent accusations made against him are outrageous in all these years ever since I met Johnny he has never been 
being physically violent towards me. What we are talking about does not seem all the same with which I lived for 14 wonderful years. Yeah, so people have a hard time believing the story and I feel myself that, yeah, I don't really know what to think of it. Did he do it? It's kind of difficult because uh, there are a lot of articles uh, that accuse actually Amber Heard because uh, she wants a lot of money by Johnny Depp because they didn't have a low agreement uh, for their marriage mm-hmm. and uh, now she is asking for money because the only way maybe to ob- obtain them it was to declare that she was abused by Johnny Depp oh so they believe that she's making the story up just to make money of, off of him yes mm-hmm. actually yes but yeah. I don't know because it's a very controversial story yeah and I think this is the problem with violence against women in general that they're often not believed people don't believe them they come out and they tell their stories and they're already not feeling so good about it obviously and when they finally collect the courage to tell it as it is and say that yeah i've been abused and whatnot then people don't believe them Yes, but actually this is a very controversial story because uh, in the middle we can see a lot of money, you know. Yeah, yeah. And also because Johnny Depp is a really loved actor. Yes. Everybody loves him. And he's and been like America's sweetheart since forever. Yes, exactly. So it's very difficult to understand what's wrong with this love story. But actually there is another article which uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp as well declare that uh, inside him lives like a monster Mm -hmm. because uh, he was a person who loves to drink a lot and uh, he abuses of drugs uh, and uh, a lot of uh, terrible and controversial as well things that make him guilty it's against him so well in general if i'm gonna put out my point of view i think he did it do you think that uh, he punched the amber heard i think she's telling the truth because yeah okay she can make money and whatever but at the same time this legal battle that they're in now it's even more expensive for her i don't know it just feels weird that she would lie about it i don't know i want to believe that she isn't lying about it and that she is actually the victim in this because it happens unfortunately it happens a lot men's violence against women absolutely but I don't know. In this case, I'm not taking a position because it's <laughs> very, very controversial, yeah. as I told. But we will see the developments of uh, this story. Dear listeners, we are going to take a little break. We will back soon with another more funny story about Coachella. If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Tuesday from 17 to 18 on Mustafa FM 89.6. Welcome back, dear listeners, in the studio, in a radio studio, which the favorite topic is always the music, right? <laughs> So we are going to talk about music and music festival in particular. We want to go into deeper into the topic of Coachella. Right, right. Uh, so Coachella, as you might know, and you listeners also might know, is one of the largest and most high profile music festivals in the world. And it began its 2019 and 20th edition on April 
12th, so last Friday. And the festival might be one of the most hyped festivals in the world and is extremely famous for its fashion and the large amount of celebrities that attend every year, not only as performers, but also as viewers as a part of the crowd. In this year's lineup, you can find A-listers like Childish Gambino, Jaden Smith, The 1975, the all-girl K-pop group Blackpink, Billie Eilish, and Ariana Grande. The festival is located in Indio, a city in Southern California, in the United States, obviously. So basically, it's located in the desert, and it features musical artists from various music genres, such as rock, pop, indie, hip-hop, rap, trap, and techno music. The amount of people that attend the festival every year is insane. In 2017, around 250,000 people attended. And in that year, Tame Impala performed in Coachella, and I was literally crying <laughs> while I was scrolling my Instagram and seeing Tame Impala that were singing. But did you know that the festival originates back to a concert held in 1993 by the band Pearl Jam? Oh, wow. That's and new. This is actually a very interesting story. So Pearl Jam were during the time boycotting Ticketmaster, which controlled a lot of venues around the US. And the reason for this was because the band thought that Ticketmaster took a too high fee when selling their tickets. So they were going to organize a concert together with Ticketmaster and then Ticketmaster's fees were too high and Pearl Jam wasn't having any of it. So they went on to look for venues that wasn't controlled by Ticketmaster so that they could hold a concert without the ticket prices being so high. Eventually, they found the Empire Polo Club in India, which today is the site where Coachella is held. Fans of the band traveled far and wide to see the band and this performance sort of validated the Empire Polo Club, proving that the site was able to host large events, leading to the beginning of the Coachella Festival. Actually, I think it's kind of funny or maybe ironic that Coachella began with a feud over ticket prices and now you have to pay about $400 yeah, to yeah, participate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So, well, anyways, eventually in 1999, the first edition of the festival was held, co-founded by Paul, Paul Tollett and Rick Van Santen. It was a two-day festival and actually held in October. However, since then, the festival has been held during spring. And since 2012, it has been a three-day weekend in April with two optional weekends. So this year, it's this upcoming weekend, the 19th to the 21st of April. And as I said, it was also held last weekend, the 12th to the 14th of April. Good. Yeah, I think it's smart actually to have two different dates that you can go but what do you say should we should we go do you want to go <laughs> actually it's not that kind of festival I like to go because yes there are a lot of famous artists and uh, there were yeah, yeah. Impala two years ago but actually it's uh, too much expensive to me and uh, I think that uh, you wouldn't pay too much uh, for music festival because right. if you think about it it's culture yeah you know and what also I mean? I mean it's not only the tickets that are expensive also the food and the drinks on the site is super expensive. I like you pay nine dollars to get a cup of coffee, you know? Yeah, and uh, actually is like unfair. <laughs> something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I mean, I've seen a lot of YouTubers that I follow that, you know, prepare for Coachella or like have been to Coachella and it really just seems stressful to me. Yes. It seems like it's so hyped up and it's so important to be there, you know, that if you're not there, it looks bad. Like, this is the place to be, you know. If you're not there, then you're not good enough or whatever. But anyway, so I've seen a lot of these videos where they like prepare for Coachella months in advance and it just seems really, really stressful. Yes, actually, I follow Anita 
Italian fashion blogger, Chiara Ferragni. I don't know if you know about her. No. But she is very, very super famous in the US mm -hmm. because she used to live in Los Angeles and she was also like a teacher. She taught uh, about uh, style and... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. And uh, every time that uh, there is uh, Coachella, she used to post her photo to Coachella. Not now because uh, she's a mother and mm -hmm. it's kind of difficult to be yeah. in Coachella <laughs> with children. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's allowed, but yeah, okay. But actually, she used to go to Coachella and uh, also her sisters uh, went to Coachella and they were kind of stressed because they have to choose their outfits and uh, they pretend to be bohemian style, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think actually this started with Vanessa Hudgens mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like it started somewhere around like 2014 when she was like informal, informally named as the queen of Coachella mm -hmm. with her very bohemian cheek Coachella style. And since then, it's all been about the clothes and the fashion, you know? People prepare their outfits, outfits and they really just want to look their best and they want to have like the perfect outfit to post on Instagram, you know? And they pretend that they have such a good time Ah, yes. Actually, I think uh, that it's uh, conflicting with music festival. Yeah, yeah. But we are going to discuss more after this musical break. <laughs> If you want to know the secrets of Hollywood, you don't necessarily need Cosmopolitan. Turn on the radio and listen to Gossip, the program about celebrities. Every Tuesday from 17 to 18 on Mustafa FM 89.6. Hey, Giulia. Hey. <laughs> Do you know that in Coachella they were in bow chic? Or maybe you told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that this trend sort of became ultra famous with Vanessa Hudgens because she was like informally named as the queen of Coachella because of her Coachella style, which was bohemian chic. So does she introduce the, the bohemian style in Coachella? I don't really know if it was her, but I know that tabloids and media were very like impressed by her style. But don't you think that uh, it's kind of conflicting the boho style? style with Coachella because Coachella is a very much expensive music festival but uh, Boshik was supposed to be the style of uh, hippie man and mm. uh, yeah that's where it originates from I think yes but uh, actually you know hippie men are that kind of people who don't, don't want to pay much for their clothes <laughs> yeah. they are environmentalists they don't uh, eat uh, meat they are vegetarian right, right. and so it's kind of conflicting yeah you're right actually ironic yeah exactly yeah and I mean actually I think music festivals in general are pretty ironic well at least all the pictures that people are posting now from Coachella right so they post these pictures in their cute little outfits and they look so happy but in reality I mean I've been to a lot of festivals not a lot but I've been to festivals and you're not enjoying yourself all the time now actually that's true because I, I think that uh, festivals uh, are very enjoyable but after a while you get very tired because I mean it's a long time yeah it's not like a concert that you jump and sing for a couple of hours and then go home festivals are supposed to be like two days 
days festival, three days festival, or four days festival. Yeah, right. And I mean, first of all, it's super crowded. Okay, as I said, like two hundred fifty thousand people—that's a lot of people. So it's super crowded, and you like stand in the crowd in front of the stage, and you have to like fight for your space. And for me, I'm short, right? So I can't see always <laughs> behind everybody. Else. And I am short as well. Yeah. So yeah, that first of all, you don't have a lot of space. It's super crowded, and always like you know the toilets and the food stands and stuff. The queues are always so long. You have to stand in line yes. for a really long time, and all you do is wait, right? I I also saw this in a music in a YouTube video that when you are leaving the festival, they have like an Uber system, mm-hmm. and you have to wait literally two hours for yes. an Uber. You know? Yes, it, but it's that nobody very tells stressing. you. Nobody shows you that on Instagram that you have to wait for two hours on an Uber. No, no, right. nobody, because people now with uh, social network, you know, they have to show off uh, that uh, they are enjoying more than you. Yeah. So right. They, <laughs> they show only the best part of uh, the concert and the festivals, but they don't tell about the worst part. No, they don't tell the entire truth. Another thing is, as you said, you get exhausted, and it's because you walk and you stand all the time and everywhere. You know, because when you are at a festival, you walk all the time and you stand and you watch and you have to move between the different stages, and it's freaking exhausting. When you go to bed that night, your body is in pain. And actually, if you go in a festival, you can't uh, sleep in your own bed because you have uh, the tents during uh, the festival. You put your tents in the grass mm-hmm. and you stay there for two or three days and then you can die. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, maybe not all these YouTubers and celebrities sleep in tents, but that's what I did. Yeah. When I went to, I remember one concert and we also slept in tents and it was the worst. Like, I'm never going to do that again. And also, one thing that I wonder is, do they even do it for the music anymore? I think that is uh, very controversial because, uh, as I told you, now with Instagram, you have the desire to participate to something that uh, your friends or famous people went to, right? So sometimes I think that people used to do something very, very mainstream, like festivals, and they have to pretend that they love music. And You're expected to love Coachella because it's this huge festival and everybody hypes it every year but it really just seems so stressful and that people are not enjoying it as much as they should because they're busy worrying about their outfits and looking good in pictures and taking pictures instead of you know just being in the moment and enjoying the fact that they're there with their friends and also because of all these other factors that you are exhausted and you're in pain and it's super crowded but apart from that because I think those things are just bad enough to maybe not enjoy the festival but then you have to worry about all these other things with social media and the outfits and looking good and everything that do you even enjoy it do you even listen to the music do you enjoy the music actually I really like festivals and I love music and you know me enough uh, to understand this (laughs) and uh, yes but I don't think that I could enjoy Coachella because it's not my style enough but what do you think about Ziggett because now we are in Hungary we should talk about Ziggett absolutely well I am planning on going not really sure because it's for Hungary it's expensive I think I always wanted to go there but uh, I think that uh, I can't uh, afford (laughs) for now yeah I really don't know actually what I know is that it's on this is it the 7th to 13th of August yes and actually it's becoming very very mainstream because yeah yeah yeah. yeah, a lot of people from different countries go to Ziget but I think that uh, this 
could be the topic for program in the future. What Absolutely. do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because now time passed by and uh, we have to say goodbye to our dear listeners. Hope you enjoyed today's program and we will be back next Tuesday. Not Thursday, but Tuesday from 5 to 6. Bye. Bye. Everybody comes to Thank you, listeners. Meet you next Tuesday from 17 to 18 for the gossip program. Obviously, on Moodstar FM 89.6.